0: That is good morning. How are you this morning? Hope you had a great evening. And a good rest prepared for this Wednesday, 2nd of August coming your way today. I want to start by asking a question. In the midst of tribulation, trials, how do you as God's child, handle the storms of life as a Christian. Hmm? Storms they do come. How do you and I handle the storms of life as Christians? When my strength starts to fail, when the battle in life is too big, when it seems as if I'm alone in the storm. When I make all the faults and failure, through our trials, through our difficulties, and there are so many difficulties at the moment, God's children can learn that no storm is big Enough to prevent God from accomplishing His will. Oh, that is so important this morning. Just to comprehend this. When I ask the question, How do I handle the storms of life as a Christian? I can stand on God's only word and know through all my trials and through all my troubles and through all all the difficulties in life, and they do come my way in life. I can learn the truth, the biblical truth, that no storm is big enough to prevent God from accomplishing His will. In my life, no storm. You know, while we may not always understand why God allows trials to enter our lives, why we may not always understand why God allows the storms in our life. We can thank God that through these storms we can come to know who He is. And we can live to serve Him because He has preserved our lives. Matthew Matthew chapter 6 verse 35 in the message Bible says, Give your entire attention, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. <laughs> Eugene Peterson's Message Bible translation. Matthew 6:34. Give your entire attention to what God is going doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up, when the time comes. You know, through all the years I've studied the Bible, there are several biblical, I call them biblical keys, to help me to survive the storms of life. I want to name a few. Discipline. The old saying He folded like a cheap tent refers to an obvious lack of personal discipline. When the storms of life come and when I encounter the storms of life as a child of God, I need discipline. Personal discipline. What does that mean? Get up in the morning no matter how you feel. No matter how you feel get up in the morning just now when uh, the alarm clock went off just before 5 o'clock I wasn't feeling too well and then I was reminded by God's Holy Spirit when there's a storm of uh, infection in your throat you can't speak well you don't feel well because of flu or whatever personal discipline get up go to the bathroom shave have a shower dress discipline there's another one very practical courage courage common courage ask the Lord by the Holy Spirit in the storms of life to give you courage There's maturity. You and I, we are not children anymore. We don't throw our popper out of the prams. We behave mature. We have confidence. Confidence not in ourselves so much, but the confidence that God lead His children right through the storms of life. I can stand on that. What does God say about the storms of life? Matthew 7:25 to 27. Jesus said that we would face all sorts of storms in life. It's recorded Matthew 7:25 to 27. Life is never easy. And these storms in our lives as Christians are many and they vary. They come and they go. Go and ask Abraham. Go and ask David. Go and ask Jesus and Jesus' disciples. All of them face storms in their lives. And perhaps you can ask the question now, God, what is the purpose? What is the purpose for these storms in my life? Do I really need these storms, huh? The purpose of the storm is to understand that God is good. When God sends and allows storms to develop in our lives, He wants our attention again. God wants to mature us, spiritual maturity. God wants to build us up. God wants to get glory for His name out of us. Get ready to be truly ministered to your heart in the storm of life. You know, in the Bible, there are several characters who faced some form of storm in their lives. I want to name three of them. Take Isaac. Isaac sowed during a famine. There was a great famine in the land of Gerar Which the Lord promised his servant Abraham as an inheritance And while everyone was running away from Gerar God told Isaac to stay in Gerar And sow into the same land that was barren And Isaac, he obeyed God And stayed and sowed in that same land And in the end, he reaped a hundredfold that same year and became very wealthy. The story is recorded in Genesis 26, verse 1, 2, and 12. There's another one, Elimelech. He moved to Moab to escape the famine. Now, Elimelech and his family also faced a storm, a famine. And when famine came in the land of Israel in the time of Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, Elimelech rerouted his family by leaving the city and taking his wife and his two sons to Moab. This move was temporary, as he had planned to return when the famine was over. (laughs) You see, when we are faced with the storms in life, the first thing that comes into our minds is to avoid the storm. And You will know it so well if you are in some or other storm. You want to avoid it. And the question then is, when we try to run away from these storms rather than to face these storms, is that a good move or not? Do we know what lies ahead? when we decide to reroute our life to avoid and get past these storms. In the case of Elimelech, we know that he died and his two sons also died. But we know, we do not know if this was a result of the decision he made as it's recorded in Ruth chapter 1. The third example is Jesus. He calmed the storm. Jesus and his disciples were faced with a storm while crossing the Sea of Galilee. And rather than rerouting the boat to escape the storm, Jesus stood up and he, at his command, the storm stopped. God has given us the same power that Jesus had to calm every storm in our life. So when we face trials, storms in life we are called as God's children to be bold to speak to that situation to command it to cease and again I'm reminded of Psalm 37 rejoice in the Lord and he will give you the desire of your heart and if I'm in a storm And I do God's will And I rejoice in the Lord Then I will pray Accordingly to God's will And God will hear Now perhaps this morning You may say How do I overcome this storm of life? The first thing to do is Identify the storm Identify the storm Call on Jesus. Have courage in the Lord. Ask for wisdom. Ask for wisdom. Have courage in the Lord. Call on Jesus. Identify your storm. You know, when I identify the storm, I think of pilots. Before pilots decide on what to do when the storm comes, when they fly an airplane, they must identify one when they see that storm. And the same thing applies to us in life. When the storm comes and we can't recognize it, then we struggle to overcome it. Storms can come from different areas of our lives. And getting the job of our choice can can come like a storm. Waiting on a business deal can come like a storm. When I wait on this business deal to come into reality and it doesn't come, I have to identify the storm. Anxiety over the outcome of, say so for instance, an exam result can also come like a storm. There are also challenges in marriages that can also come as a storm. And I'm not sure through which storm you may go this morning. You want that job? You gave your CV? You're waiting for the telephone call or an email and it doesn't come? You're waiting on that business deal and it doesn't come? You are in anxiety because of your exam result and it doesn't come. <coughs> I do apologize. You have... <clears throat> you have a challenge in your marriage. <clears throat> and the storm doesn't pass. Call on Jesus. Joel chapter two thirty two 32 reads, And... Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Joel 2 verse 32. The disciples of Jesus, when they faced that ferocious storm, they tried to maneuver the boat, but failed. They had no other choice but to call on Jesus. And Jesus stood up and rebuked the wind and the storm obeyed. When you and I do not involve Christ in our daily lives, when you and I do not involve Christ in our storm, we struggle to overcome the challenges we face in life. The name of Jesus alone is enough to calm every storm we face until this modern day. We can do many great things when we call on the name of Jesus given to us by His grace, only if we believe in Him, says Philippians 2, verse 9 to 12. And then the Lord will give us the courage. You know, there's one thing that fear does. It makes one look powerless. Even when you have the power of God in you, fear leads to failure. Fear leads to failure. And when you come into fear because of your storm in life, it leads to failure. God told Joshua never to be afraid, but face the storms that may come while he leads the Israelites to the, to the promised land. Joshua 1.9 says, If Joshua had not taken courage in God, he would have failed along the way and probably Given up. Do not allow, do never allow fear when you face your storm of life. Have courage in the Lord, not in yourself. And ask for wisdom. Wisdom is essential in this life. If we are to overcome every storm we face, and we will face storms, we must have in us the wisdom of God. Solomon knew the importance of this when he became king of Israel. When God asked him what he wanted, Solomon asked for wisdom. When others could have asked for wealth and riches, God gave Solomon wisdom so that he could understand the challenges, the difficulties, the storms of life. Listen to Deuteronomy 31. 8. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Do not fear. Do not be dismayed. Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. Listen to God's word in Psalm 55 verse 22, which says, Cast your cares upon the Lord and He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Psalm 55 verse 22 Listen to God's word in Hebrews 6 verse 19. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain. A hope. That enters into the inner place Behind the curtain Hebrews 9 6 verse 19 Listen to 2 Timothy 4 verse 17 But the Lord stood by me And the Lord strengthened me Listen to Isaiah 12 verse 2 Behold, God is my salvation And I will trust I will not be afraid for the Lord is my strength, my song, and He has become my salvation. Isaiah 12 verse 2 Listen to Isaiah 43 verse 2 which says, When you go through deep waters, I'll be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up, the flames will not consume you, Isaiah 43, verse 2. Oh Lord, I bring each and every one walking through a storm in life to your grace this morning. Thank you that you, Father, Son, and God is standing with us. Amen. And army.